Hey everybody, welcome to World Power. I am Joe, and Brandon is here. How are you, Brandon? I'm doing great, Joe. What do you know? Um, not very much. Not very much at all. <laughs> so, but you already knew that. <laughs> uh, you know what? All right. <laughs> all right. Um, today, we are going to talk about... A fantastic movie. The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Mm, yeah, so no. Yeah, okay. So what are you doing right now? What are you doing? You you're sounding like you're not sure if this is fantastic. No, it's it was Okay. A- so well, you know, if you don't think it's fantastic, that's okay. We'll get into it and you can let me know. Uh, here, here in a little bit, you let me know in a little bit here. So yeah, it was, it was great. let's uh, let's do this first here. Let's do uh, since I did ask you right before the show if you went and checked out the Rotten Tomato score. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score? This movie came out in 1974. It's a collaboration between Hammer Studios and the Shaw Brothers. What do you think this this would get? Something like that on the. It, it, it being a one a a kung fu movie, and that was in the the golden era of kung fu. Uh, yes, movie. it was. Um, and it's also a Hammer movie, and Hammer's been bringing out a lot of great uh, Dracula and monster movies, horror movies. So I'm gonna say that the critic score was at least sixty five. Oh. You want to revise that? Okay. Um, 55? Okay, 40%. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. It makes me angry. Wow. Anyway, uh, the... There's only five reviews on here from critics, so, you know, it's not doesn't, doesn't take that many to say it's bad to do that. Um... So, what do you think the audience score is? You know, audience I, pleaser is it? Audience score, I'm give it a good hard eighty. Eighty, yeah. Come on, it's the golden age of kung fu. You got Bruce well, Lee. You got you know all these kung fu movies coming out, and Shaw Brother was dominant through the kung fu uh, whole era. So, yes, they were. So, um, the audience score is forty two percent. <gasps> I know, no. I know. It's, it's ridiculous no. so you know there's okay I'll, I'll say this about this Rotten Tomatoes so you got Rotten Tomatoes there's two different pages for it on Rotten Tomatoes okay okay one of them is called the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires okay mm-hmm. and guess what the other page is called because it had another title also would it be the Seven Brothers Meet Dracula? Hey, yes, absolutely. So, there you go. I don't know if that confused people doing reviews or whatnot, and you know, but there's so the the audience score on that page, the Seven Brothers Meet Vampires, I mean, Seven Brothers Meet Dracula is 25%. So, if you want, you can add 25% to the 42%, and there you go. <laughs> well, well, then they're, they're also this is this is what kind of puzzled me because there's also another name for it too, and I don't yes, know if it was what, the what British is that? Name. 
Well, it said uh, when I was researching it, it was uh, Dracula and the seven golden vampires. Yes, that sounds about right. And I was like, huh? But then I had to think of the era of a lot of Kung Fu movies that came over here that wasn't the names didn't always match up, you know, from the uh, movies from coming out of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So I was like, because it was a Bruce Lee's uh, Fist of Legend was, it came over here and it was the Chinese Connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the Shaw Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you watch these growing up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The first Shaw Brothers movie that I saw, my very first movie, was The Five Daily Venoms. Oh, very nice. Um, I remember watching some of these, and I couldn't even tell you which ones they are. Uh, but I remember, if if I remember this right, I'm remembering watching them like before Sammy Terry came on. Oh, good old Sammy Terry. I miss him. I, I think that's when it was. You know, it was late at night. Like these, these were on, and I'm just watching them. You know, all the sword play and the, the fist fighting, the karate fighting. Uh, I'm not, I don't know what the proper term for whatever the fighting is because I know there's a ton of different styles, so I'm not even mm-hmm. going to try. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, I'm just going to call it karate. Yeah. So, if anybody's upset by that, I'm sorry. Um, and I just really enjoyed the heck out of them. Um, I couldn't tell you what any of them are called. Um, but I probably saw the one you named the seven deadly venoms. What five deadly venoms? The five deadly venoms. I probably saw that. Um, because I looked up a bunch of these um titles and like I none of the titles rang rang a bell, but I remember I've I've seen a few, quite a few of them. Uh, so um, that is my uh, exposure. And uh, you watched, that was the first one you watched. So, I mean, when you, like, when you saw that, were you like, oh, I got to watch more? And did you seek them out, you know, or did they just kind of. Yeah. So, um, remember back then we had, uh, what was it, uh, TV Hoosier 53 back then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> Yeah. So so when two uh, when they came out, uh when we was used to watch late night, they used to show old Kung Fu movies. And one of the movies that they showed was uh Five Daily Venoms. Now I never knew what the name of it was. Only thing I knew was the characters that was in it, like one of the other guys was named Snake and he was trained in the snake style, and the other guy was trained in the toad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is so awesome. And then yes. um, I I made it to the point where I stayed up every night to watch all these Shaw Bro- Brothers um, movies. And yeah. uh, The Village of the Tigers. I, I watched that one. I remember that. And then it's The Kid with the Golden Arm. But I can't remember if that was through Shaw Brothers or not. But The Kid with the Golden Arm and um that concept came and then they did a they did a part two of the five daily venoms it was like the five daily venoms revenge 
Oh no, it was the Revenge of the Five Daily Venoms, and it was dealing with um, <laughs> these guys that they had their limbs cut off, like their arms was cut off, and they had iron arms, and one had iron legs, and so on and so forth. And you know, one was deaf, and he could he was deaf and mute, and stuff like that. And Strawbro came up with so much type of uh, kung fu fantasy to me, yeah. like the the Five Element Ninjas. You know, and stuff like that. And it was, I was a kid, so I love all those kung fu movies and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Shaw Brothers has been like the big apple. But The Legend of the Seven um, Golden Vampires was my actual first time watching this when you brought it to my attention. Oh, really? Okay. Very nice. Um, so, wow, well, have you heard of this one before or no? No, no. Uh, till you brought it to my attention, that was the very first time I heard of it. Oh, okay. So uh, let me do a brief plot synopsis here. Uh, I mean, everybody listening who hasn't seen this is exactly it is exactly what it sounds like, <laughs> uh, right? I mean, it's kung fu and vampires, right? I mean, what else You're do you right. really need? Yeah. You know, I mean, but you know, you get a lot more than you need. You got Peter Cushing. Yes, you got Roy Ward Baker uh, directing. I mean, you know, you got the Shaw Brothers uh, choreographer, right? Wasn't that yeah. they yep. did all, yeah. the, all the choreography and all of that? I mean, it was not. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. Yeah, I mean, uh, in that time period, it was that was like top notch. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's. It's uh, what is that? Uh, what was that? Okay, so while lecturing in China, Van Helsing agrees to help seven kung fu trained siblings reclaim their ancestral mountain village, now the domain of seven powerful vampires and their army of undead slaves. That sounds really cool. Mm. Oh yeah, and um. Uh, I rewatched it recently and talked to you about it, mm-hmm. and you told me you uh, really liked the Shaw Brothers movies. Also, I was like, "Well, well, we need to talk about this then." So, oh yeah, uh, there we—that's that's awesome. So, <laughs> so you got, like we said, you got Peter Cushing in it. He is playing Van Helsing. Now, it was a sad time for Peter Cushing. Did you did you read about that? What happened to him? No, I I didn't read that that far. No. Yeah, he was really uh, really having a hard time with the uh, death of his wife. Oh. Yeah. Um. That he was actually approached to be in it. Yes, I did hear that. Yeah, but he uh, declined. Um, and he tried to talk Peter Cushing out of it because oh really yeah he thought it was below Peter Cushing hmm. but uh, he thought Peter Cushing thought that doing that would uh, help keep his mind off of his depression from losing his wife. So, uh, I think he's, I mean, he's Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing is a professional and just really good in everything he does. Yes. Um, Christopher Lee, by this point, 
he was tired of what Hammer was doing with Dracula, so I could see that he wouldn't want to come in and do it. I mean, I wonder if it was earlier on in the whole thing when Chris would really mm. have done it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Cut, but uh, who is the fellow that played Dracula? Do you remember that guy? Yeah, is John Forbes Robinson. Okay, yeah. So was uh, was he okay? I mean, he's not hardly in it at all, is he? Yeah, he's okay from a distance. If you if you didn't know that uh, Christopher Lee wasn't in it from a distance, he kind of looked like him from a different from a distance. Yeah. But, um. So what happens to him that he's not really in it that much? It's it's not. He does something. He takes a form. You remember uh, that? So, yeah, he took the form of the the uh, I'm gonna say the minion that they came from that small town that was yeah people he ended up taking the form of him and went because he because he what that guy do he ran over there and to see dracula and he he wanted dracula to help him what control the seven golden vampires um not control well no yeah it was to control because they lost the seventh vampire and he didn't have no much um no power over them like he used to yeah, he came, he came to Dracula like all beat up, like they beat him up or something. Yeah. <laughs> but here's oh, yeah. Another, so you know, okay, uh, go on. Uh, so, so John played Dracula, but you know, did you know that his voice was uh, that was not his voice? He had a voice. Yeah, like that. that's right. He was dubbed and he was not happy, was he? No, he didn't know until he saw the movie. That's right. They and he was not yeah. <laughs> I said Yeah. That's cold blood. Um, <laughs> this I mean this movie, like all the hammer movies, uh all the gothic hammer movies, it's I mean, I think the lighting is magnificent. They they're so so well lit to be yeah. yeah. Um, and this is no exception. I mean, it's Roy Ward Baker did. Uh, I mean, he went on to direct the Monster Club. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the Monster Club, you need to oh, see that. Dude, I love the Monster Club. Yeah. So uh, he directed The Vault of Horror. I haven't seen uh, that. If you haven't seen that, he directed uh, Scars of Dracula. Um, he directed the Vampire Lovers, which is it's got one of the most magnificent openings of a vampire movie I've ever seen. Um, so there, I mean, there's a lot of TV, but he did Quartermass in the Pit, which you haven't seen the Quartermass movies. Anybody they need to see those. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot, and it just goes back. He did a lot of TV, but I mean, there's a lot of that stuff there. It's just the whole. For me, I just don't see that type of stuff in movies that much anymore. You know, that type of lighting, that type. It's like going back for me and watching this stuff is just a treat (laughs) for me because it's like. And I don't know if this is true. This is just my feeling about it is just from movies. Uh, A lot of the movies now just rely on computers so much. Yeah, even so much to the lighting that they don't even seem to take that kind of care anymore that they used to have to take. And guess what? 
I'm perfectly fine with being wrong about that guess. I'm totally happy with it. <laughs> well, you know, my, 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 and I agree with you because I watched like um, The Conjuring and uh, Annabelle and I watched all those movies and it's always said it's more in a darker tone than it is in a more lighter tone than like the older movies, the older horror movies and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, like just uh, one color. Yeah, just like color is gone. Let's take out the color. Let's make it all blah and bland and boring. And yeah, so I mean, well, what do you think about that when you came and watched this movie? Were, were you uh, taken aback by the lighting? Were you just kind of like, wow, I forgot movies could look like this? Or what's your uh, take on that? It it took me back to you know the whole kung fu nostalgia with like the lighting because sometimes when I was watching it I forgot that I was watching a horror kung fu movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. I was watching it and they was like when they on their uh, on the trip to get to the to the village and I'm saying, yeah, oh yeah yeah all right yeah yeah and then I'm thinking like wait a minute till they got to the cave. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, duh, it's a horror movie. Like, I'm like, where are all these bats coming from now? And, you know, stuff like that. They just got through killing regular people. Now they're killing bats and zombies and stuff now. And I'm like, oh, snap. Okay. But it wasn't too dark that you couldn't see what was going on. You know, like, it's just that mood. It's like now they do it so they can get that shock scare value now. It's not really the, the story. You focus on the characters, but you're not you know, like me, I look at the background, you know, I look at what's yeah. on in the background, look at what the other actors and actresses are doing instead of the main character because he's big on the screen. So I don't like to see what's going on in the background, you know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it, it, for example, it, um, the most recent it, I didn't know until I watched it again, I really didn't pay attention to the old lady that's in the background looking all scary looking and like, you know, in the first, I was like, what the freak? I didn't even pay attention to that. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Creepy yeah. things in the back. I was like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this has got, I mean, you talked about, this has got some fantastic fight set pieces. Oh, yeah. In it. Um, so, they know they're coming to the village. So, they're coming to reclaim their village to uh, get rid of these vampires. Yeah. Get rid of Dracula. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, I mean, the cave fight scene is fantastic. Cause like you said, the bats fly out and then they, they uh, transform into the uh, seven golden vampires. And it's cool because they got those cool masks on the vampires okay. and they look, they look all rotten underneath and, but they still drink blood and, and uh, it's just, Wow. <laughs> you know, the, them the, dying was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got, uh, oh, what was that battle out in the daytime? That was neat, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's when they were still on that, uh, on that trail or on their way to the village. And uh, that uh, was it one of the Tong guys that wanted to, to take the the uh, I'm gonna say princess, the princess who funded the trip for Van Helsing, and oh yeah, her home, and he got mad, so he wanted to kill everybody. 
and that was the big fight scene in the daytime, which was nice. Yeah, that was really cool. There's a lot going on in all these fight scenes, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was never – and everybody was fighting. It was just not like somebody was sitting on the sidelines. Somebody was doing something, you know. Oh, help me. Yeah. You know, no, it was none of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's like a big – a big dance going on. Everybody's fighting. Everybody's got their moves. Every they've they've got weapons flying around. They've got, <laughs> um, they're jumping around and it, all of that stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but what about the when they reach the village? What happens there? Do you remember that? Yes. And okay, so that part, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Oh, do, is it? Wait, do you hate it because it's the end of the movie or? No, it's the certain things this through everything. I'm 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 trying to remember did it did they save the village or did they destroy it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean all the villagers were enslaved, right? So I mean they they well, end up killing all of the the vampires, right? Then Peter Cushing, Van Helsing has to have a showdown with Dracula. So you gotta have that. Oh, that was a, that Which, was not a good showdown. I'll tell you that much. But you didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, Peter Kushner got smacked around. Yeah, but he killed Dracula. Spoiler yeah. alert, everyone. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. I for mean, he, he, he killed Dracula. He goes into his. Uh, um, I mean, he forced him to hold his original form back, right? Yeah. Oh, he taught him to. He's like, you you take your original form back. You get out of that guy, and then, yeah, I mean, he stakes him. He stakes him, didn't he? He fell. Yeah, he stabbed him. Fell down on something, right? No, he stabbed him in the back. With uh, classic. No, he stabbed him in the chest. I'm sorry, stabbed him in the chest. Um, with the silver bow staff spear, whatever. And uh, now his death scene was kind of kind of funny but i liked it i liked it a whole lot like practical effects are so freaking good i liked it so much like yeah he he like you could see him dying and then you could see him go through the like the morphosis of him like decaying and it was so like wow <laughs> <laughs> i was like that is that is that if I was there in real life, oh my god, that would even creep me out even more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he uh, Van Helsing stabbed him in the heart with a silver spear. Yeah. Nice, very nice. Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah. Uh, so he, I mean, he wins, and I, the lady who funded the trip got killed. Right? She got turned into a vampire and killed, wasn't she? Yeah, she got killed. And, uh, uh, it wasn't uh, that sad. Most of the brothers died too, right? Yeah, all the, uh, technically all the brothers died to me. I think I think only two survived, and the sister. Okay, yeah, because they got. I mean, that was neat when they're setting up the village to fight the vampires and and the undead army, because they're like rallying up the the villagers who aren't corrupted yet, and they're, you know, it's got a great preparation scene. Yeah, but uh, see that village part, it was like I said, I love it, and then I also hate it at the same time because you know, um, Julia, who she played the the one, um, Vanessa, she played Vanessa, uh, yeah, and uh, David, um, he's an Asian guy, I can't say his last name, 
I don't want to I don't want to be disrespectful and mess up his last name. Um but his character and her that was having a love interest within each other. Yes. He did get bitten and Van Helsing is like you have to destroy her, but she had bit him in the process. Oh yeah. And uh so he pushed her down on the stake and he loved her so much that he pushed her down so hard that he impelled himself at the same time. Hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's Romeo and Juliet. Oh. That's right. I mean, he had to be the one to kill her because he loved her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, ain't you supposed to be one of the heroes of the movie? <laughs> well, he's a hero. You know, she's not going to be able to run around and make other vampires. <laughs> well, that too. She didn't want to live, did she? She didn't want to live as a vampire. Well, I don't know because she bit him like right out the gate. Like, that's true. She bit him. But one thing too, let's say about uh, Peter uh, Krishner is this is the first time I see him in another movie. What do you mean? I have to say that. So, so only wait thing a I'm minute. Saying, what are you saying? I'm I'm I'm. I'm gonna hate what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say uh, it. Well, get it out. You got to grow and let this pain out. <sighs> so, I only know Peter Cushney as General Moff Tolkien from Star Wars. What? Episode huh? Four: New Hope. Yes. What? I've never heard of that movie. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, because seeing him playing... Are you kidding me? you never seen Peter Cushing in anything else? No, I didn't know he played Van Helsing for a very long time. I didn't know he played professional Van Helsing for a very long time. I Uh, am happy to help you broaden your horizons. Yes, definitely when it's a great actor. I'm really ashamed of myself, to be honest. Well, I mean, that's one of the reasons uh, George Lucas wanted him in there because he's a great actor and he uh, he loved the Hammer Dracula movies. So yeah, he was <laughs> he he was a totally different caring person from his Star Wars counterpart. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, if you watch, if you go back, and it sounds like you're going to have to, and I am. And, uh, I want to now again after watching the uh, this one. Um, and you watch him as Dr. Frankenstein, and then you watch him as Professor Van Helsing. He is different just between those two characters. Hmm. I didn't know he played so, uh, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, so he was in, yeah, he was, he played Dr. Frankenstein in uh, the, I think it's called The Curse of Frankenstein. I was trying to think of the first. Hmm. Okay. Frankenstein that Hammer did. I think it's the Curse of Frankenstein. Um, and then, of course, he was um, Van Helsing in uh, the Horror of Dracula, the Curse of Frankenstein. Yeah, that's the name of it. I mean, he also played Sherlock Holmes in The Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, I, I, I just actually uh, looked that one. Up. So, no, I mean, watch that. This this guy, this man, is one of the all time greats. One of my all time favorites of all time. Um, 
and uh, and he was also in a, a little space opera called Star Wars. So, yeah, and also I just realized that he he, he played it in Doctor Who. Yeah, he was in the TV movies. Yeah, for Doctor Who. So he's not really in the whole Doctor Who universe. What what do the kids call it now? Canon. Canon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's not, but yeah, I mean, that. he's uh, he is amazing in everything that he's in. So yeah, the, I mean, the Curse of Frankenstein. I mean, there's that fantastic The Bumble Snowman. He's in a lot, a lot of Hammer movies. Um, that Hound of the Baskervilles is great. I'm watched that uh, with um, who is? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got one of the best Hammer directors, Terrence Fisher. Uh, Christopher Lee is in it also. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, uh, if you would want to uh, check that out and do that. Um, and you know what, Brandon, this might be fun if you would be game for this. Okay. I haven't read The Hound of the Baskervilles in a while. It might be fun to do uh, like a double show and talk about the story and then talk about this movie, The Hound, the Hammer Hound of the Baskervilles. I mean, that might be fun if you would want if you'd be up for that. I'm up for it. Yeah, let's do that. All right, that sounds great. Um, so I mean, uh, the he was in the Mummy also, the Hammer's Mummy. I mean, Hammer made every they remade or made their own version of everything that almost everything Universal had done. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got that. I mean, there's just so much. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. You know, you can't name it all. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just, uh, fantastic. He's just one of the all time greats. I mean, they just don't, I look today at the, the horror stars and there just aren't any like these guys anymore. There's a couple here and there, but there's nobody like Boris Garloff and Bella Lugosi and Peter Cushing, Christopher Lee and Peter Laurie. And there's nobody like these guys anymore. There's a, there's a few. And, you know, if, if, if anybody listening says, you know, this guy, this guy, this, this person, this girl, this is like those people, you know, I mean, Vincent Price, there's nobody like these people. Um, I do say what, do you, what do you think, Brandon? Who are the modern people like that? I mean, there's obvious, there's a couple obvious ones I can think of. Honestly, Jeffrey Combs, you know, Jeffrey Combs, um, Robert Englund. Those are two that come to mind straight away. Is there anybody else that you can think of? And now that you say it, no, because now that now what you're just what you and I never thought about it until you just said it. Like, I think that horror monster um, actors and actresses, it's like kind of almost like a dying breed now. Like not so many people are are doing those type of things anymore. Yeah, it's just kind of. I mean, I don't, I don't know if things have just changed. The perception has changed, you know, because maybe, you know, maybe he was typecast. I, but if you look at his, what he's done, he's done so much that I don't think he was typecast. So many different things that I don't know if he was actually typecast. It's like Lugosi. I mean, when you say like uh, Universal dracula monster movies the first thing you think of are those actors and usually when you see those actors they play in a, a villainous role 
from you know and that's who you knew who was a villain who wasn't a villain you know you knew who uh like Christopher Lee when um you knew I knew he played Dracula of course but then also he played you know the man with the golden gun in James Bond you know he's he kept with that villainous role even playing Count Dooku in Star Wars for all the new people who don't know who Christopher Lee is but yeah shame on them yeah. <laughs> that man was beloved and awesome and mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I, when you said that, it made me think, like, you know, honestly, if you say horror movie actor or actress, there's not a lot like that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, what do you, what do you think? Is it, is it typecasting is looked at differently nowadays, or, or is it because back then there weren't? video stores there weren't streaming the way it is it was just theatrical and just broadcast television i mean does, could that have a part to play in it you know that might it might be hmm. it might be interesting interesting but you know somebody somebody listening is gonna say uh well, here's seven more people i can think of joe Tell me who they are, because uh, I probably just forgot them. <laughs> Tell me who they are, so I know who they are, because I just know of you know all the actors that from the Universal Monsters and from Hammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know what else we can say about this. If you haven't seen <laughs> the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires, you need to see this. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, this was a financial failure. It was. Um, I don't know if I don't know if it just had run its course, or people just were like, "Yeah, no, I want those two things separate. I don't want kung fu and vampires." <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Was it? A, maybe it was ahead of its time. Maybe that's what we want now. And you know, they just <laughs> they were just ahead of their time. I think maybe. I want to. What say- do you think? I want to say they they was ahead of their time, you know, because they did something that was, you know, different horror horror movie, a horror kung fu movie. Because like I said, Straw Brothers have some horror kung fu, but I mean, it really didn't. I, I didn't like it. Like I didn't want to watch it because it looked. Oh different. yeah, so you you got the co-production of Hammer. I mean, Hammer, you got a horror name there, so yeah. The Shaw Brothers, you got the Kung Fu name, so. And um, that's why I was yeah, so glad so, back with the 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 critics for people seeing the movie. I was blown from that. Oh, the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, you said it was like forty. Yeah, I mean, you don't. Know, Brandy, you don't put too much stock in the Rotten Tomato scores, do you? I really don't either. Neither did Jesse. We just kind of do it for fun. It's just kind of fun to look at it. Do you? No. You don't put too much stock in that, do you? Because, no. I mean, if you did before, I hope you don't now because you saw what they did to this movie. Like, really? How do you not enjoy the hell out of this movie? I, I, don't, I don't understand how you can watch this movie nowadays, especially. Yeah. I suppose I could. But, I mean, I, I don't understand how you could watch this movie and not just enjoy the hell out of this movie for what it is. Yeah, I mean, I and this is coming from like, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm like 
you know, the Kung Fu nerd who knew all the Kung Fu movies and actors and stuff like that. But I know what I know. And, yeah. You know, it's just, wow. You know, it's kind of like, wow. And I also got to think, like, Rotten Tomato wasn't always out back in the 70s or anything like that. So them watching these movies back then. Yeah. That was totally different than watching them now and making a judgment of it. Then that's different, you know? Yeah. And and you can look down here and and see what year the reviews were posted to Rotten Tomatoes. So like these critic reviews, one of them was 2021, another one's 2019. And here's one from 2002. Um, so it's like, to me, it's like, they just went and it's like, Hey, let's look at this movie. Let's watch it. See what the audience think. Tell me what you think. And then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just kind of go and, do the Rotten Tomatoes score. It's kind of fun. And there are, I have talked to people who will not see a movie if Rotten Tomatoes score is bad. To them. Oh, have you ever encountered anybody like that? And that's one of the reasons why we kind of started doing this. Like Jesse and I would encounter these people. I'm like, are you serious? They were dead serious about it. They were deadly serious about it. I mean, really just, yeah, if it has that score, I will not watch it. Like, I did have a friend. I had a friend of mine that was like that. He would not watch. He would not watch the movie at all because Rotten Tomatoes gave it a a rotten score. And I'm like, dude, the movie was good. And in the movie I was speaking of was uh, Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow, Hitchhiker Guide to the Galaxy. Oh yeah, that was a good movie. It was a great movie. I love that movie. I watched it. Watched that movie over and over. I love that movie. I love the original. I love the original TV. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and I love this, this movie, this new uh, adaptation of it. But a lot of people didn't like it because of Rotten Tomatoes said this, 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 this. And some people didn't know what it was anyway. But yeah. But he wouldn't watch because of that. And I'm like, dude, now he's starting to realize that. Uh, you don't listen to critics all the time. Just go see it for yourself and give your own opinion about it for yourself. Even though, like, I'm a Star Wars guy, even Rotten Tomato gave, like, oh, The Last Jedi was this and da 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 You know, I was like, this movie sucked. I hated it. Yeah. You know. But I did go see Maverick. I saw Top Gun. That was awesome. That was an awesome movie. Oh, you saw Maverick? Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. Uh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler for you. But Stop I'll tell it. you this. I do tell you this. Remember we had our, our last show, we was talking about uh, movies from the 80s that need a sequel? Oh, yeah. One of the live streams we had done. Yeah. They they did a good job. Um, and, and Joe, you'd be so proud. I put like that. <laughs> I have heard, uh, I have not heard one person, not not from one person, that this movie was bad. Not at all. It was not near one flaw in that movie. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that don't like it, but the people I've encountered who've seen it, and now including you, I have, they have not <laughs> said, I have not heard one just it was a terrible movie at all. <laughs> 
it, it ties up everything. That's how good it is. Right. So and it's, it's killing it at the box office, so yeah, it's good waiting. It was well worth it. It was worth it. It was worth the wait. X, like X. That is excellent. It's like this movie. Um, yeah, it's worth the wait. If you haven't seen it yet, it's worth the wait. Go watch it. You're finally hearing about it. You know, just like Brandon, he just heard about it. What a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, it was worth the wait for you to finally see it. Yeah, I was thrown back by it because I never seen a good kung fu horror movie, and that was that was good. And it, it wasn't even like cheesy or anything. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, and you know me. <laughs> yeah, I know you and your cheese. You love your cheese. Yeah, Gouda. That's very good. Okay. Um. All right. Well, uh, Brandon, thank you for being on as always. Thank you for having me. I look forward to uh, doing the Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh yeah. And the Hound of the Baskervilles movie. That sounds great. Oh, yeah. All right. And we will uh, talk to you all next time. See ya.